What's good, y'all? What's up with it? Yeah. It's your girl, Poppy. And I'm Joanna, but you can call me Joe. What's good, y'all? It's Sierra. And you're tuned in to Girl, Let Me Tell You. Okay, ladies, let's get into this gig. Question of the day. Would you rather know everything or understand everything? Ooh, this is good. Mm-hmm. I think I would want to know everything because if you know, you know. And if mm-hmm. I want to understand something, then I could go and take that time, have that conversation, understand it. But just understanding everything, I feel like my brain would just be overloaded with stuff. Like if I just know it, okay, cool. So what if you can't have one? What if you got to have one and not the other? Like you go your whole life knowing, never understand. You'd rather just know. I think I'd rather just know. Interesting. I would rather... I was going to say I'd rather know, but they, I think I'd rather understand everything because understanding gives me a bigger understanding of what's going on. <laughs> a bigger picture, maybe? A, big picture. a bigger picture, I guess. I, th- I feel like I'd have more information to pull from. And if I understand things better, then I can think uh, through more logically. I feel like I'd be smarter. I don't know. I think understanding helps me out a lot more in the long run. I agree. I would rather have like an understanding of it because to me, understanding is like a depth. And I'm like, okay, I know the depths. I know like the behind the scenes, like there's just like a different level of like what's going on, what I see. And it's like, you can't take away like my understanding. Like I, I know what it is. So it's but like, you don't, you don't know, know what it is. You don't know what it is. You understand what it is, but you don't know what it is. I, yeah. I, all right everyone so welcome to episode five of season two and today we're going to have a multiple sector of discussion so we're going to be talking about trusting your gut making decisions and just like the bigger picture thinking i want to dive into why is trusting your gut important? I think it's important because for me, I've always learned that when I don't, I regret it afterward. Because I I feel like I'm not always right, but my gut is always right. And a lot of the times I don't usually go with my gut because I have the outside voices weighing in and opinions and I'm like easily distracted by it all. So for me, it's important because if you don't, you you always regret it afterward. You always regret it. And if you don't trust your gut, then you, I feel like you don't really trust yourself to make oh, decisions. Oh, all right now. All right now. You better say oh. something. You better say something. Girl, let me tell you. Right. I'm talking about myself. Woo, T. <laughs> I I I I I I would say trusting your gut is important because I believe your gut like houses like the right answer 
So like the environment just has like so much going on, so many different ways you can go, people talking in your ear, things you could watch. But I think your gut is just like, here's the right answer. I'm trying to tell you what it is. Yeah, I think the gut has the right answer. The gut does have the right answer. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I misconstrue. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but sometimes I feel like I misconstrue that gut feeling and then like that little voice in your head. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it's your gut that be like, girl, you better do this. And that voice be like, girl, you better do what your gut just said to do. But Mm -hmm. sometimes I always get that little voice in the back of my head that says, hey, you don't need to do that. It's real soft. It's real quiet. It's never like yelling and screaming at me. It's just like, hey, don't do that. Or, hey, you should do this. Um, And I think it's really interesting when you actually do listen to that little voice in your head, listen to your gut. And you follow that because like Joanna said, about 95% of the time, it's correct. Mm -hmm. And so I want to know, have you guys ever um, had an experience or moment in life where your gut was telling you to do something and maybe you didn't do it or your gut was telling you to do something and you followed it? I would love to hear how that experience went for you. So mine mostly come from like next level. Like if I'm supposed to do something that is like going to be a good habit or it's like going to take me like to the next, like step me out my comfort zone. That's when like I normally have, you know, those gut feelings like do this, Sierra. Um, so I can say that the times that I have followed it, it's it's helped me. It's helped me break down like an uncomfortable wall or something. And the times that I was like, I'm not about to do that. Then I have like had that regret like, when the day is over, like, this year, like, you could have did that. Like, it would have been done by now, you know. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I do have an example. So, what was this? 2019, I think. Like, late 2019. I was in the car with my friend, and there was, like, this radio contest for, like, a, a travel experience to three different locations or whatever. And you had to name a country that starts with an E. I won the contest, Right. And I'm thinking it's a scam. No, it's very much real. What they needed me to do is put like a $300 deposit. So I paid the deposit. Then a few months go by, January hits. That's when COVID happened. Uh, But prior to that, I was like, I don't really know if I should go. Like, I kind of have a weird feeling about it. I'm going to just get a refund because something don't feel right about it. No idea COVID was going to happen. But I ended up getting a refund for it. And then months later, when that happened, I was like, wow, I would not have been able to travel anyways. And my money would have been wasted. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. Look at you getting your money back before the uh, pandemic hit. I know, right? That's crazy. Okay, so now I have a question. Do you think there, do you think that everybody has a gut feeling or has a little voice? Because I've met people who are like, Girl, what voice you talking about? Like, I don't hear no voice. I don't have no little voice telling me what to do. So, I mean, like, do you guys think that that's, like, a, an average thing? Like, do you think everybody has, like, a gut feeling? I think everybody has a voice in their head. I think. I think so. I ain't never met nobody. Ain't nobody ever told me they don't got a little voice in their head. <laughs> if you don't got a voice in your head, then how are you? Right, I'm trying to think. You got one? You got one? <laughs> we don't got one over here. I have never heard that ever. I feel like if you don't have a voice in your head, like the intuition, the gut feeling, little voice, whatever you want to call it, I don't really know how you out here making decisions. Like, cause come on, 
They're like, who are you talking to? If it's not the little voice, because for, for me, sometimes the little voice is the Holy Spirit. So yeah. I'm listening to that. That part. You know, the still small, still small voice for me, it's always right, always mm-hmm. on point. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, now that's a different topic though. If you don't got the Holy Spirit, you might not have that still small voice, but everybody nonetheless should have a voice in their head or gut feeling. I I've met so. people, I've met people that say they don't have a voice in their head and that a lot of their decision making just comes from a feeling like, oh, I feel like I need to do this or I'm just going to do it. And so is that feeling, that gut, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know. Is there a difference between like the little voice, intuition, gut feeling? Like, are all of these on the same level? You know what I'm saying? I think there's a difference between the two. I think there's a difference. For me, the gut feeling can some, because it's not always right. For me, it can be your heart and the heart is deceitful. Mm -hmm. So some people say, follow your heart. I don't necessarily agree. So sometimes for me, the gut can be like following your heart, which is why it's all sometimes wrong for me. So I think the voice is different. Like I said, for me, it's the Holy Spirit, because that's always right. Because like you said earlier, Poppy, it's just like a small little, "Uh uh-uh, don't do that. You Mm -hmm. know, it's never loud. It's always very subtle. Um, But of course, you know, if you're a believer, that's the Holy Spirit for you. So for me, that's my difference in the two yeah I would um I would definitely agree um and going into like the spirit side of it we're all spirit beings like we're all spirit and so the spirit always wants to do what is right the flesh don't and so just like being a spirit being like you want to just naturally do what's right whether that's a decision that's like in the future or like in the now um and so even the people that's like, I ain't got nothing going on, just like that feeling that they get, like that is mm-hmm. their spirit leading them to what is right, even if they don't, like, if, if they haven't received the Holy Spirit, like being a spirit being, you still have that, you know, thing going on. To add to Sierra's point, in my opinion, everyone has a certain level or at least some level of discernment. But of course, when you're a believer, well, I was, I should say a follower of Christ, then it's just heightened in a sense. So like you're able to discern things more, more better, um, in a better way, I guess you're able yeah. to think more logically through things, things just make more sense. Speaking of discernment, I feel like discernment has helped me a lot in my life with making like really big decisions. Um, And so I kind of wanted to ask you guys and get y'all's input on how y'all make big decisions in life. Like what is kind of, what helps you make those really big, tough decisions? (laughs) Um, The number one thing that helps me make big decisions is prayer. I got to pray about it and I'm probably going to cry about it at least two or three times. That's just how I am. But Mm -hmm. prayer is probably one of the biggest things for me that helps me make big decisions. And then pros and cons lists as well. So like, I'm the type of person that I love to see, or I love trying to see all sides of the situation. Like if I, if I make choice A, what are the possibilities that come from that? What could this person say? What could that person do? How would this person maybe feel? How could they see that? And then if I make choice B, how would that make me feel? How how would that help me? How would that not help me? What are the pros? What are the cons? I like to try to understand and try to see all sides of it and even from different perspectives. So I'm a big person on pros and cons list, prayer, and then getting an outside opinion as well from somebody that maybe is not 
seeing and feeling the things that I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes mm -hmm. when you're having to make big decisions in life, like Joanna said earlier, your heart might be feeling one way, your brain is feeling the other way, and then your gut is feeling one way. And so those can kind of pull and and push and shove at each other and it makes understanding things difficult so I like to try to get an outside opinion I pray about it and I have my pros and cons list and my what if scenarios could happen so that those are the big three things that help me when it comes to making big decisions cool Sierra what do you think I think for me is like Poppy said prayer for sure um, something that I tend to do in decision-making is just like search for the answer. And so what I've learned recently is that I need to like pull back and not try to download myself with so many things that could lead me, you know, to making the right decision. Um, so I pray, I step back, um, just to make room. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I also see if like, if it goes against my comfort zone, um, so if it's just like, oh, I can do this, like, let me just do it. Why not? I got this. But if it's just like, if I get scared about this decision, then I'm like, I probably need to press into this and probably actually do it. Um, but I do get clarity and, you know, ask folks, like, what do you think about this? But, mm -hmm. Okay. Can I be really honest with y'all? Yes. I am really bad at making decisions, period. Like, I feel like I'm an, a very indecisive person and I'm also like, I wouldn't say easily influenced, but I, I think I care too much about what other people think. So I love getting other people's opinions, but I also might have my decision already made in my head. It's just, it might not be the decision that everyone else wants to go with. So yeah. then I'm thinking my decision isn't right. So I often have a really hard time making big decisions. So to be very honest, I don't have a three, this is what works for me because I tend to overthink everything. I think overthink, overthinking can be good. A lot of times it can be bad, um, but I don't have a three. So I appreciate y'all's input and y'all's tips for that. And I'm sure there's somebody who's watching that can relate to that. Yeah. And they can take some of um, you guys's tips and things that work for you, but truly everybody is different. Mm -hmm. But I will say if you are someone who is like me, you struggle making bigger decisions or whatever, make sure you have good people around you. You don't want to go to the friends that are just kind of off the wall and go with the flow type of I'm just vibing type of people. You really need if you're seeking advice from other people, it needs to be people who are level headed people who are grounded, people who steer you in the right direction, who can encourage you and uplift you. And, you know, so just keep keep that in mind. Good people around you. Good yeah. tip for me. That, that's a good tip. I think a piece of advice I would give to somebody who is struggling in decision making, the first piece of advice I have is that it's okay to make a decision and still feel some type of way about it. You can make a decision and still cry. You can make a decision that's best for you and still be upset. Or you can make a decision and still be hurt in some type of way. And that's okay. Because sometimes not all decisions are going to be, this is the best one. This is the worst one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. my other piece of advice is whatever decision that you make, find peace in that decision for you. Um, at the end of the day, the, if the choice falls in your lap, you are the one that has to be at peace with that. So make peace with the decision and, and it's okay to make a decision and be hurt 
or be sad or be upset. Um, and, and it's okay to still feel that way, even if you made the best decision for you. My piece of advice would just to like, make sure that it's your decision. Um, prayerfully, you know, it's the one that God you know, wants you to do, but in that, just making sure that it's, um, your decision, because there's so many outside noises. Um, yes, other people will be affected because, you know, we're one body, many members. So like, you know, what we decide to do, you know, has the great potential to affect others. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be miserable choosing a decision that made other people happy, or you don't want to choose or go away that was easy, you know, because then you're just in the same easy spot, you know, life is good, like, you know, I'm here, I'm making it like, you know, it's breezy, you know, make sure that whatever decision you do, it's you're going up. So you're challenging yourself, like you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Like if it looks scary, you know, like, you know, look at it in the face and be like, I ain't scared of you, you know, maybe a little bit, but I'm coming for you, <laughs> you know? And so just make sure that, you know, like, like Poppy said, you have peace, you know, that is going to be a decision that elevates you in the upward, you know, direction. And let it be you, let it be your decision. Even in that, I just want to add just one more little half thing. Um, with Joanna when she was sharing her story is that when it comes to decision making there are some people that struggle with it because like they want to be in like the perfect will of God like they don't want to make a mistake and like take them out like they're uh, obsessed with the will of God and staying in it so it's hard for them to like make decisions I feel that I've been that way before I tend to be like that sometimes I'm gonna admit <laughs> that okay Joy said that is me. She's talking right. Yeah. All right. It is I. It is I. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to kind of segue us into our last topic, which is big picture thinking. Um, I said earlier, I'm the type of person that I like to try to see all sides of the situation, right? I want to see how would this person see it? How would that person experience it? How am I experiencing it? Definitely a big picture type of person. The little details. I don't really care about all that big picture. Right. So in thinking about like a big picture thought, do you guys think that looking at all sides of a situation kind of like more objectively, do you think that brings someone more clarity in life and in their life choices? Or do you see it as a possibility of causing a strain in a person's life of always trying to see all sides of the situation? I think that always looking at the bigger picture can be a little bit blinding um, down the road if it's like your go-to. Because I'm a detail-oriented person. I like to know what's happening, who's doing it, how is it going to be? I need all of the fine print. I need all of the details because it stresses me out it overwhelms me and then I can look at the bigger picture when it's all put together I feel like I'm like half and half I think seeing the bigger picture is important so you can have like a goal or like a you know what I'm trying to reach to but also feel like it can be detrimental looking at the bigger picture just because when you look at the big picture you see all the different things like the different aspects like what can go right what can go wrong like what could happen here I need to get this together all this and I feel like that just like invites room for honestly, maybe someone to back out or like not do it or go a certain direction. That's yeah, that's such a good question. I feel like that's so you. It just makes sense because I know, Poppy, I know how you are. And even with like the ideas that you have for the podcast, it's like like when you came to us, you're like, 
podcast. And I'm thinking, <laughs> how, what are the steps? What, what do we do first? She said, and you're how? like, yeah. And you're like, do you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but like step one, what's step two? Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to say? How is this going to work? And you're like, just go with it. We're just going to do it. And we're just going to, we're just going to try it. I feel like everyone needs a friend like that though. Cause it kind of helps you like not be so stressed all the time. Like, let's just do it, you know? And I feel yeah. like that's something that like I've learned from you is just like, just go with it. Sometimes you just got to live and like see the bigger picture. Cause it all works out in the end. But me, I'm like, Oh girl, I need ABC. I need everything. I need times. I need, you know, details, everything. Yeah. But, yeah. It's so interesting. That's so you though. It's very you. I, I, it is me. I am a very much big picture person. Um, and I'm realizing that more and more as I like as grow up, I guess. And like, for example, I wrote a children's book, The Cooler, the Cooler Kid. Did I know any of the steps to actually creating a book? Absolutely not. But I was just like, we're going to write a book. I did it. And it took like nine months for me to actually get to the book being in my hands and able to like give it to people. And there were so many like caveats and hiring people to do like it was so many steps that I just had. I was completely oblivious to. But all I could see was at the end of the day, we're going to have a book and it's going to be in my hands. You know what I mean? And like the details for me, while they are important and they can I can be a detail oriented person when I need to be, I would much rather say this is the end goal. Let's just start. Let's go. Let's figure it out. Do a little bit of research, figure out, you know, the basics of what you need. And then the details can come as they go. And I think, <laughs> and I think this is a, why we're a really good mix for a podcast because I'm such a big picture thinking person. Joanna is the detail oriented and then Sierra is the glue in the middle. That's like, okay, I see what Poppy's <laughs> saying, but like, I agree with yeah. Joanna. what's going on. Um, and we balance each other out really well because of the different ways that we kind of like experience and see things. Um, and I can definitely say since being on this podcast with you guys, I have learned how to try to be more detail oriented. And when I'm like, hey, y'all, this is the podcast uh, topic. And y'all are like, OK, but like what else? That's why I'm like, OK, let me learn how to be a little bit more detailed. <laughs> let me let me see yeah. if I can explain this a little bit more. I think seeing the big picture, though, can really challenge your creativity. And that's something that I need because I don't consider myself a creative person. It's because I'm more of a behind the scenes details type of person, like doing all the stuff that nobody can see after before the big picture comes. Um, so that I will say that's like one pro for me, even though I'm not like an objective thinker, the bigger picture person or whatever. Um, I think that that's something I can try to work towards is, you know, being more creative and trying to see the bigger picture. So those things can come to fruition. Not I I Poppy. No, I, I could never be an event planner or anything like, cause baby, I don't care about them details. And this is what I want the room to look like. I want Paris in springtime. Make it look like Paris in springtime. Like what color do you want the lights? White or gold? I don't care. I want it to look like Paris in springtime. <laughs> do you want tan trees or white trees? I don't care. Make it look like Paris in springtime. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's very much me. Very much me. In the lines of big picture thinking and detail oriented mindsets, do you guys think that um, depending on the type of mindset that you have, 
that that can affect the realities of different situations in your life, decisions that you make being a big picture thinker versus a detail oriented person. Absolutely. And I can say this from experience, um, specifically like with my job, I'm in charge of overseeing programs that are run throughout like our location or whatever. And it's great for me to be detail oriented because I work with kids, but I also find myself at the end of the day, kind of just so stressed that in the planning process, I forget to enjoy it. And it just feels like work and less like fun. So for me, I for sure think the way that you're, uh, the way that you set your mind to think or your mindset, it truly does affect the outcome. That's something that I struggle with, like at work is, girl, you got to have fun, you know? And that's something that I think you can learn from having the big picture mindset is like, I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're going to get there and I'm going to have fun doing it. So that's for me, how my situations are always affected is I just forget. I get so wrapped up in the details. I can't even enjoy it sometimes. Mm, okay. What about you, C? So when Joanna was talking, it just reminded me of like someone who throws a party. You know, they're looking to, their big picture is people to have fun for it to go right. But they're busy, you know, making sure like the food is good, the, the beverages are good, that everyone's having a good time. Like the balloons aren't deflating or popping or everyone knows how to get to the location and all this. And it kind of reminds me that like, they're so busy doing this that when the event's over, people are going home, they come and ask like, so how was it? Did people have fun? Like, did this go on? Like you're asking how it went, you know, when you were there, but you weren't enjoying yourself. You were busy, you know, making sure it went right. That now it's over and you're asking how they go, but you were in the room. Um, and so when Joanna was talking, it reminded me of that. And there's something that I, I don't know where it's been coming from, but it's just like, I just keep hearing it in my different ways, but it was, there's a saying that's like, be present where your feet are planted. And it just keeps coming at me. And I'm like, I'm enjoying life, right? Um, <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just made me realize like, okay, Sierra, like, yes, you have a goal. Yes, you have, you know, future plans and all these things, but just enjoy, you know, where your feet are right now. And, you know, get there, like you'll get there. You plan, but like, you know, don't go crazy. Don't miss moments because you're trying to get there. I love that. Come on, be present where your feet are planted. Wow, that that really just hit kind of hard for me. Where I struggle in the realities of situations is because, um, because I can see the end and I can see what it looks like when I face um, adversities on the process or the journey to get there, I'm more willing to not quit, but just like stop. I get to an adversity mm. and I'm like, I have to stop. I have to ass assess the situation. I have to figure out what's the next course of, of you know, action. Um, I'm more apt to get to a certain thing and be like, all right, it's slowing me down. What do I do? How do I get to the next? And I'm more, what's the word? I wouldn't say that it annoys me, but I'm more so like, I can see the end. I see the finish line. I want to get there, but why I got to go through all these itty bitty things? And this, <laughs> da, 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 da. But if I would have been a more detail oriented person, then I would have been like, this is the detail that I'm going to do. And because I know this next step and I know that's going to happen next. And I know that's going to happen next. So I'm not worried about all the little things. And then when you get to the end, it's more so like a, not a surprise, but it's like a, oh snap, this is what it looked like. 
Whereas for me, I'm like, I knew exactly what this was going to look like. I'm glad that it worked out. But the process to get there was a little bit more rocky because I'm like, I'm I'm going through this little part right now because I know I have to go through it to get to where I want to be and to get to what that ending looks like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say as a big picture thinker, you appreciate the 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 end goal that you set or wherever you're going. You appreciate it so much more because you didn't know what was going to happen in the in the journey to get there. Whereas I feel like as a detail oriented person, you might you might appreciate the journey more than you do the end goal. Mm. yes I feel like that's so me I resonate with that so well because I'm like a big learner and I feel like because I'm so detail oriented I'm constantly learning through the process so I'm enjoying more of the process and like by the finished result girl I'm tired from thinking so much (laughs) yeah I can't even enjoy it like I just want to take a nap I don't even want to enjoy the program or enjoy whatever it is because I'm like tired from all these details yeah but that's just me and I think that's important it's important to be like Sierra basically bottom line be like Sierra and be both be both <laughs> just be both okay just be like Sierra lesson of the day be like Sierra but no girl, that's I'm crazy tired. that you resonate with that because I feel like I just hit like a revelation moment because when I get to my end goal I'm like oh yeah we hit this thing yeah we having a good time and then I sit And I reflect on the things that I learned through the process. Whereas you might be the person, Joanna, where you're learning and reflecting in the moment. And then when you get to the end, you're like, oh, child, okay, we did it. That's so crazy. That is so crazy to think about. Okay, Sierra, how do you feel when you get to the the big picture? Yeah. Are you tired? You're in the middle. What's for real with you? How you be feeling? So when we get to the big picture, I'm like, Maybe I'm about to enjoy this. Like we are, we have arrived. But I'm also like, it took so much to get here. How? <laughs> because I'm gonna get some rest. <laughs> oh, we here. Let me be honest, real quick. Let me be honest, real quick. When we were doing season one of this podcast, there was so many moments for me personally where I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep living like this because I, like I said, I'm such a big picture person. I would be like, Hey y'all, let's do this. And y'all be like, why? <laughs> Details. And I'd be, like, I'd be like, Hey y'all, let's do this. Let's, let's do this. And then Joanna would be like, mm. but I'm trying to understand. I'd be like, <laughs> there would be so many meetings where I would have to be like, let me go ahead and iron out these details before I talk to them. Because if I just give them an idea, they, they never just going to accept the idea. And, and, and it's not anything against y'all. I love y'all. But it's made me grow so much in my own kind of like entrepreneurial endeavors and not just saying, this is my idea. Let's do it. I'm like, okay, let me, this is my idea. Here's my, my four step reasons why or my my first little beginning process because I know now that I'm working with people who definitely do not think exactly like me and I have to be more willing to dive deeper to explain things which has helped me slow down 
in the things that I do and the things that I want to accomplish. Like I said earlier, it just, it works really well for us and what we have and what we're building with the podcast, because we all are on different kind of like wavelengths and mindsets that when we do accomplish things like this, I'm like, oh my God, look at us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, it's just really great. And I love it here. Yeah. It's a podcast for me, girl, let me tell you. All right, y'all. So y'all know, before we wrap up an episode, we have to play a game. So on episode five, our game is called Go So the object of the game is to search for things in your house, in your area, in your room that match what's supposed to be found. So you have seven seconds to find whatever I give you and bring it back. And if you get it, you get a point. If you don't, you just you didn't make it in time. You didn't go get it. You took your time. <laughs> so are y'all ready to play this game? Let's do yeah. it. Let's go get it, go get it, go get it, go get it. Let's go find your favorite mug. Three, two, one, go. Three, two, one. <laughs> yes. Girl, I don't know if this count as a mug. Oh, we got initial mugs. Oh yeah, I have one too with the jacket. Yeah, it's right here. Immediately, no. That that disqualifies you because yeah, really, you didn't go get it. You what? <laughs> Mugs. There's no way that it's you're not even like how it's wrapped up in a gift. That's that not your favorite mug. That'll count. Is whatever is in the pockets of your winter jacket. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Winter jacket. Three, two, one. Oh. You gotta make sure them lips are moisturized <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> yes, if this ain't in them pockets, I mean, you got chap lips. <laughs> Sierra was in the pocket of your winter jacket. I just bought a jacket. Um, I, I, I don't keep stuff in my pockets. Sierra yeah. is just not going and getting it. I just don't understand. Yeah. yeah. You hosting the game and you ain't going and getting it. You gotta right. go get it. The next item is a printed photograph. So a printed photograph. Which one go? No, I don't know. Two, one. Da, 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 da. Y'all, if y'all listening to the audio, head to YouTube and watch this video. Because it is something crazy going on. <laughs> it's a lot to see. And we still got one since missing. But here is my printed photograph. We went and took Jeremiah to this like camp experience thing. And they had a little photo booth. So we took photos. <laughs> Joanna just now get it back. <laughs> Woo-wee. Woo. <laughs> Girl, the way that I ran and was digging everywhere <laughs> and the picture was sitting right there. <laughs> sitting right over there. 
And now I'm out of breath. A book that you did not enjoy. A book that you cheated. Okay, because ain't nobody counted down. Right. She's sure moving. Because, baby, I know what this book is. I know exactly what it is. And I know exactly where it is because I just put it up yesterday. Countdown. Love that. Which one go? I'm here thinking. I don't even read like that. <laughs> but I got me. I got me a book. All right. Show and tell. What's your book, Joanna? Okay. This is a beautiful outlaw by John Eldridge, and it, I never read it because the cover is dirty, and it just does not look like it's gonna be good. I don't read. If I do buy a book, it's because, like, it is a good book. So I didn't go far. As in, I didn't leave it all. So what I got, though, is a bill. Because who likes reading bills? Not me. See, so. are you just not going and getting it? You, you, you bending the rules. Very much so. I mean, if there's anybody in this game that is a rule bender, it's Sierra. It's Bobby. I'm, yeah, because you tried to cheat. Okay, she was gone. Don't, no, don't be trying to flip the script on me. Sierra didn't <laughs> miss out on the past four uh, sessions with a yeah, mug Sierra and really a gift is. basket and a bill and yeah, whatever just, else that she did not go get. And you didn't even have the stuff in your jacket. <laughs> yeah, you, you you haven't been playing right at all. I'm the host. You know, we can we just do stuff. <laughs> all right, I remember that. My book that I actually went and got a real book, Managerial Economics and Business Strategy. So our final thing is what's on your keychain? Three, two, one, go. I'm back quick. That was quick. Sierra, you kind of cheating because you you're not even going out the frame to get your stuff. Sierra definitely got all these products before the game started and was like, "I'm not gonna be running around my house." Low key, I'm already out of breath. That was a lot. These are my keys. I don't know if you can see them, but this is a keychain that my brother got for me when he went to New York. And then I got this one that say Waikiki. I don't know who gave that to me or why, but it's on here. I ain't go there. I'm a fraud. Aki was going to ask, like, is that your nickname? But I never knew. Waikiki? <laughs> I've never heard of it. So I was like, nickname. How you get Waikiki from Joanna? I guess if you say it real fast. No. It sounds like it. You, it does not sound like that. <laughs> Joanna oh, and Waikiki. You oh. did not sound alike at all. Waikiki. That's what I said. Joanna. Sierra, what did you not forget? We hope y'all were able to successfully go get it. And if you did it, then you just, you know. Then you're Sierra. Moving on. on. Chap lips. So. <laughs> so that wraps up. Go get it. Yay. Yay. That was fun. It was fun. I like that game. All right. Well, y'all, that is all we have for you today. This was a really great conversation. I appreciate our ability to just kind of really dive in on tough topics and to just give more of who we are, the way that we think, 
and the way that we run our little podcast okay we give y'all a little inside scoop on that okay okay to join us sierra thank you both so much for joining this journey with me and coming on this podcast and talking and chatting with me today to the listeners and watchers out there thank you so much we appreciate you guys so 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 much more than you know you know the conversation does not stop here but in the meantime like us on facebook follow us on instagram and be on the lookout because our episodes drop every other Friday at noon. And of course, you know, you can always tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Girl Let Me Tell You Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'll see y'all next time on Girl, Girl Let Me Tell You. Let me tell you.